Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beneath Vancouver Radio, episode number 69. Uh, I'm very happy to be here with my good friend, Josh. Josh, how are you doing today? Very well. Excellent. Looking forward to the, to the podcast episode. Yeah, it's been, we were just talking about this before we started. It's been three years since we've known each That's other. crazy. And this is the first time we've actually recording the podcast. Um, yes. So maybe we'll get into that a little bit more. But I, I'm like, finally, I <laughs> yeah. made the short list. I, I've been waiting on this for yeah, three years. Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, three years. That is crazy. But uh, again, obviously, we're doing uh, this recording in person. I'm very mm-hmm. happy to to kickstart this podcast again. Um, if you're watching this, uh, I recently launched Tim's episode last week, probably episode number 68. So if you haven't checked it out already, but I'm just really happy to be here. Happy to do these in person. I said mm-hmm. it in the previous episode. I'll say it again. Zoom episodes were just not for me anymore. <laughs> I was getting a little bit fatigued just talking with people at the screen. And it's a little bit of a different environment and a different energy, I think, when you're actually physically in the same room. So I'm your first. Uh, second. Oh, second. Yeah, okay. second. Okay. Sorry. Got it. No <laughs> no hey, you're on the podcast. All right. Let's uh, not get ahead of ourselves. No, I'm joking. But um, yeah, I'll start it off how I usually start with every episode with the with the question that I, that I let my guests know is who are you today, Josh? So you can take that however you will. Wow. Very open ended. Yeah. Uh, my name is Josh Lowe. Who I am today, I am a new dad. Yay! So that has been a whirlwind. Um, so I have a baby daughter, Jocelyn. She's almost two in July. Two. Oh my. So that's been a yeah new role in my life. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome. It's been challenging. Been crazy. Like balancing work. Yeah. I'm also a product designer, uh, full time, and then a uh, big web flow enthusiast. Yes. So I I we'll talk about that maybe too. Definitely. Um, all about that no code movement. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I kind of do that on the side for freelance projects. Um, and then previously, um, actually, yeah, during the pandemic, I really got into live stream and podcasting and hosting as right. most people in the world has yeah. as well. So that's kind of like my added thing to the title. Um, so yeah, in a nutshell, that's kind of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Um, well, let's kind of dive into a little bit. Uh, I want to give them the origin story just because I feel like there is okay. some value to that when it comes to if you are looking to either network or meet different people. I think now, especially with more events starting to come live and in person, mm-hmm. if you're like a photographer or just looking to someone to connect with. Um, I actually met Josh through officially. Were you the one who replied on the Juice Labs Instagram? Was that you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I reached out to Josh. Out of nowhere. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. I think <laughs> I was it through my personal. I don't actually remember. But no, it was beneath Vancouver. It was beneath Vancouver's yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I reached out to 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 Josh uh, Juice Labs um, because they were hosting an event. It was the the one that was held at Mount Pleasant, right at the co-working space. Yeah, Pavilion. Yeah, Pavilion. Yeah. Really nice space. Yeah. Um, not sponsored, but it's, it's pretty nice to check it out. Um, and I reached out to you because I was looking to get into a little bit more event photography again with Beneath right. Vancouver at the time. I was I was just leveraging as much kind of network that I had. And I actually met or sound, saw your story through Daniel Goglin because he was a speaker at that event. Right. Uh, and I was right. like, oh, this is interesting. So I reached out to Josh and I was like, hey, I've got no idea what I'm doing. I didn't tell him that. I uh, <laughs> got no idea what I'm doing, but I'm interested in, in in covering your event, right? And um, we met up, we, we had some lunch and, mm-hmm. you know, here we are three years later and, you know, you're probably wondering like, what, what, why does that matter? But I think for me, it's an emphasis of you really truly don't know who you're going to meet and yeah. the connections yeah. you'll 
potentially leverage for sure or or maintain obviously throughout uh you know these three years that we've known each other obviously we don't necessarily talk every day but mm-hmm. um we do catch up every now and then and see how everyone's doing and and you know when you started your podcast a little bit i helped you out in that regards as mm-hmm. well so it's um yeah i think you know a lot of people are worried about the rejection about the nose um and again this can go for just even networking if you're looking to get a job or something like that but you know, as the great Michael Michael Scott said, uh, you got to shoot your shot. Or I don't know what the is that from the office. I might be butchering <laughs> oh, yeah. that completely, but um, shoot your shot. Yeah, something along those lines, right? Um, but yeah, I'm curious to maybe get your 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 take on that as to kind of how you felt about maybe that whole thing and and just the approach in general, or maybe not not the approach, but just you know, oh, how like that leverage? creating the event, creating the event, and and as well, kind of like taking the the jump, if you will, of bringing someone on board that again you had no idea who i was right besides meeting Mm. me in person once so well yours your your proposal was super easy (laughs) i mean you were offering uh like photography and videography coverage for free i'm like okay yeah let's do it when can you start (laughs) let's go that's great um but yeah, I think just to give more context, my background, um, yeah, I didn't oh, yeah, mention sorry. before, is in civil engineering. Mm. So yeah, I I worked as a civil engineer for seven years, four years in the mining industry and three years in the uh, building, uh, high-rise residential building industry. And uh, long story short, just decided to make a switch. I was kind of burnt out. Um, and then... Yeah, I won't go into the big details of it, but uh, I just discovered UX. Right. And on the side, I was actually doing videography. That was kind of like my creative outlet. I was doing some wedding gigs, things like that. Right. So, I think you had mentioned that. Yeah. And so like, and then I was, I heard about digital marketing. I was like, okay. I was like looking into that. And then when I was doing my research, I found a bootcamp, Red Academy. Uh, and then I looked into what they're offering for courses. And then I discovered UX design. And I thought, okay, this is actually perfect balance between like the creative expression mm-hmm. and the like logical analytical thinking. So, um, I, instead of signing up for di- digital marketing, I went to UX design, did a three month boot camp, And that was basically my transition from engineering to tech. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've already had a lot of experience, project management, all that stuff. So right after I finished, I just went right into freelance, which usually requires, you know, some experience or confidence. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of like brand new grads or people without any experience, like jumping to freelance. Um, but anyways, my but I was totally brand new to the industry, didn't know anyone. And I loved creating events. Um even like my wedding, I, I remember like <laughs> mapping out the layout of like the flow of people. Okay, they're gonna come in the registration table, yeah, and then from the customer there, like, journey, yeah, yeah, totally. It really was, User and I, I love that. It was just like I loved whether it was an engineering creating videos for me. I realized that I love creating environments, mm-hmm. and I think like now I know more about like user experiences, like the overall experience of it. So um, yeah, so I was like mapping out the the flow and like, okay, now they're going to go to the lobby area and like, or I need like dining uh, or like lounge uh, chairs and all mm-hmm. that. Um, where was I going with that? Um, the transition to events. Yeah. Yeah. And so just creating that environment and, and, you know, giving people a good time. Right. So I decided to invite, you know, local industry experts mm-hmm. in the tech space and then just host these events. And then I hosted it at Red Academy. So I, and then Juice Labs was born. That was basically like this, this uh, design 
community where we would just intersect. Actually, I originally wanted to intersect design and marketing and development. Right. And then now realize why, you know, events like that don't really exist because it's like, <laughs> it's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot to try to like cross collaborate those things. So yeah, we eventually focus on like design related topics, but yeah, we did like workshops. And then, so one of those events was, um, the one at pavilion. And so I think talking about like how I got that started, I think really, um, I was also doing a bit of a like leadership development course at that time. And I was just getting challenged and expanded. And, um, it was all about embracing like, yeah, like you said, just like, just go for it. Like, I mean, everyone, every designer I hear, they, you know, they always talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. And like, you know, fake it till you make it. But I, I think, um, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this for imposter syndrome, but I think it's almost like you're like growing into a new shell or a new mm. capacity. Right. And so that beginning the first few steps, yeah, it'll feel unnatural, but you just keep at it. And then that sense of familiarity and like over time and practice it will that imposter syndrome will go away right and i feel like once you have imposter syndrome that's just a symptom of saying hey you're it's the beginning of growth yeah and and um and i don't know i i i beg to differ when people say it never goes away mm -hmm. i think it does like there are stages and steps of your development your career and like um not to say <laughs> Not like they're, they're, I still continuously put myself in new situations, but um, I would say that, yeah, at times I, I don't have it just because I think it's all about own, like owning who yeah. you are and owning the role you are, uh, you're in. So, um, yeah, that's kind of some advice I'll kind of put out there is like, sure. like be self-assured, like um, be your own best cheerleader mm -hmm. or like, um, yeah. And like bring, surround yourself with good people that will like bring you up to that, that skill level where you want to take, uh, aim at. So anyways, um, yeah. So I just started like reaching out to people. I, I ended up talking to the owner of pavilion co-working space, which is like a beautiful space. Yeah. It's really nice. And, um, yeah. And it was just awesome how so many doors opened up mm -hmm. and then, uh, fast forward later in the pandemic. Um, you did one online one, right? Am I yeah. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. So like we, that's right. That's right. Um, walking school bus yes. or Simbi, yeah. Simbi foundation. Now it's called. Um, yeah. So that was kind of our transition to like the digital space. Right. And then I was tapping with like, um, live streaming, but it's amazing. Like just having that platform, it's, it's a privilege. It's definitely a privilege mm -hmm. to like bring people in. And I'm like, I couldn't believe like, you know, I'm having these top you know, people in the industry, um, one of the product managers from later oh, came wow. in, right. Um, on that event and they just wanted to talk for free. I'm like, Oh, I don't have to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I don't have any money, but, um, I, I just think it's awesome. Like the space we're in too, like everyone's so, uh, generous. Yeah. They just want to contribute. Um, and I think they also want to be heard too. They want to share, like they've learned a lot. So it's a really fun space to just go. So if like for those who are listening and want to try things out, like just go for it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I mean, yeah. Okay. Are you going to make mistakes? Sure. But like, that's the whole point. Like just get started. Like it's like no child learns to perfectly walk without yeah. falling. Like you just have to embrace the stumbles, but it's like, the way you frame failure, mm -hmm. right? It's not failure. It's just, yeah. you just learn, 
learn, get up and just move on and, and do it again. And yeah. obviously adapt to, to those, you know, learnings and those mistakes, right? If you keep doing the same thing and expect maybe a, a, a similar result, obviously there, there's some change in that regards, but, mm-hmm. um, you touched upon a really good point because are you, have you heard of the Vancouver freeze? No, no, you haven't heard it before. Vancouver freeze. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure people who might be tuning in. I'm not sure if it's I've been living Van- in a cave because I'm a new dad, so I don't know. This is the well, new no, term. It, it's like a, I believe it's called the Vancouver freeze. It might be framed differently, but okay. essentially what the premise is, is that people in Vancouver are cold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you are you have you heard of that before? Oh. Uh, not that term, but yeah, Vancouver, it's yeah. a hard city, man. Right? Yeah. So well, like, I didn't grow up here, mm, but so, yeah. I think for, for a lot of people, they, they label Vancouver as that. Like if you like go out to like a bar or something okay. or, or, or go out in general, like people are within their bubble right? and they don't venture out of their bubble. Yeah. Like if you're going to a bar by yourself, like you trying to immerse yourself or implement yourself yeah, in another yeah. person's conversation is, is difficult. And so that's where, where that premise comes okay. from. But I've, I've kind of seen the opposite because you mentioned about how people are willing to give back and, right. and like connect with different people and, you know, maybe not, might not be an apples to apples comparison, but if you're like, if we're considered a city that's like cold and, and people don't want to talk with others, yeah. I've, I've just seen kind of, yeah, the opposite of that where people are willing to help willing people to, as you said, like people in established uh, positions or, or have been at companies for a while now. Yeah provide mentorship for free or and just want to contribute and maybe that's just the the tech space in general yeah i was gonna ask is it like vancouver in general or the tech space vancouver in general the freeze term is like yeah, for yeah. vancouver in general it's like a blanket statement right obviously that's not applicable to everyone but but um, the generosity you're talking about that is more. is more from what i've seen at yeah. least again there might be different areas but the creative the tech space because mm-hmm. those are the spaces that i would say i'm i'm more the creative now, but trying to get into the tech space mm-hmm. where I'm more uh, involved in, it's just been the opposite. I mean, when people were wanting to get interviewed by me, you know, when I first was starting beneath Vancouver and I was banging them, obviously I had no money. <laughs> I was a student and just looking to start this up from, from the ground up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I connected with some people that were, you know, at that time I would say like, quote unquote, relatively like big mm-hmm. right and again that use that term loosely but it was definitely someone that had some sort of influence in the space some sort of following uh was established it wasn't maybe just someone that just started you know let's say music about a week ago right mm-hmm. and um it was just even then outside of that individuals like yourself other people as well that i connected with that were just allowing me to be a part of their journey as well uh to help me bolster mm-hmm. mine so mm-hmm. i think that was something that I, even to this day, I'm really grateful for Yeah, where, you know, yes, technically the beneath Vancouver in general would not have existed if it wasn't for the generosity of all these people that I spoke with or right. connected with. So it was just a bit of a reflection. I was curious if you had maybe similar. Yeah, sentiment. it's, um, it's, it's a very interesting thing. It's so new to me. Like I never reached out, especially, well, especially when I was in engineering, like mm-hmm. none of this stuff existed. <laughs> um, but like it's it's beautiful i think even recently like yeah i'm kind of embarrassed to say this but i recently finally got into twitter oh really <laughs> yeah i it's I, a big it's a big text tech thing like a lot of like tech people in vancouver like use twitter like yeah religiously yeah well i mean like it's been around for yeah. you know a long 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 time but i i just found it it's just way too chaotic mm-hmm. and then too many trolls there so yeah. i'm like hey i, I don't need to <laughs> kind of fill my mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but, but i got in because i heard the webflow community is really active there so mm. I, I literally just got in um yeah like 2 weeks ago 
And then I just saw a post of one guy, uh, maybe I, I might announce this later on, but yeah, might, no. I might get into his collaboration with an amazing, well-known, like niche company. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I just like, he just said, oh, I'm growing my team, reach out. And I DM'd him. Through Twitter. Uh, through Twitter. And then I, yeah, I had a video talk with him and his partner mm -hmm. and they're in Australia. Okay. And now I might just, yeah, I might be doing some things with him. And it's just amazing. Like, it's just unheard of. So there's no rule book for this. So yeah, there isn't, the especially now with this era that we live in. Yeah. Digital, digital, digital. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I, th I think for a lot of people as well, it's understanding where to even find those opportunities also. Like how you said yourself, you weren't on Twitter until you found out that, you know, yeah. the Webflow community was big on Twitter. And yeah. for a lot of people, it might be, well, I don't have, let's say like LinkedIn or, or whatever the case might be because I don't use it, but there might be some opportunities there that you're not aware of. Mm -hmm. um, I would say even like something like Discord, right? A lot, mm -hmm. a lot of people are, I think it went from being more gamer centric to yeah. now it's a, huge a little bit more group, yeah, yeah. community group. People can connect. Yep. channels i'm in a lot of channels that are i would say i'm in more non-gaming related channels on Discord oh, really? servers than i am actual gaming servers okay um and that changed like just during the pandemic yeah right? that did yeah. yeah i mean there was i think it was really the only platform that was ready for yes big for sure. collaboration and it had everything you needed it had voice it has text it has video video yeah. it has the different um channels like slack yeah um, and a lot of people were like, oh, let's use Slack, but Slack maybe wasn't ready for that sort of like, it was a, more of a work first kind of thing, yep. a work management platform. And, um, yeah, it just grabbed that market share where people were like, I need to do, I need to build a community online. How do I do that? Facebook? Yeah. No, no one's on Facebook. Yeah. Right? Are you on Facebook? <laughs> I'm not on no. I use it just purely for messenger. You know what? That's, I, I find that it really interesting because I didn't use it until, yeah, like last year mm -hmm. and like Facebook. Facebook, me no, Messenger. Oh, Messenger. Mess okay. Just Messenger. And I'm like, well, all these Gen Zs like yeah. still using Messenger. I thought it was for their parents. No, well, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Use, yeah, I use it. I mean, it's either Messenger, iMessage, if everyone has an iPhone, yeah, or yeah. WhatsApp. Right. Um, I would assume WhatsApp is the base. I'm not like, a big WhatsApp guy. Oh, really? I think besides, okay. like, I message you on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. And besides, like, my mom and one group chat that I yeah. have with, like, my high school buddies, that's really all the times I use WhatsApp. Like, right. family... And that group chat. So with and, friends and certain friends. Messenger. Messenger. Okay. What about IG? No, I don't no? create conversations on yeah. IG. Unless it's like we're sending memes to each other. Yeah. Um, or I'm messaging someone like for the very first time. For networking. For networking. Yeah. Uh okay. then I'll then so I'll do Instagram. This this is a whole thing too. Yeah. The whole communication, like what's the rule book for like Twitter? Like use that for okay, news, get all that stuff and like whatsapp is it for friends and then mm -hmm. messenger or all that stuff like yeah it's just so much but even then like <laughs> i don't know about you and, and maybe the listeners can relate to that i really don't talk to more than maybe five people i would say on a regular basis okay more than five people right my mom like the the group chat that i have for my we work for, uh, buddies okay and then the occasional like maybe one or, or or maybe yeah like three other people that is just sort of like depending on the time like we'll talk on a regular basis but it might not be as frequent yeah because it's just it's a lot of time consuming it takes a lot of energy yes to have like all these different conversations totally. all these different platforms yeah like if i'm you know busy or if i'm doing something the last thing i want to do is tracking like six different conversations mm -hmm. on maybe three different platforms and um you know, sometimes people aren't really the biggest fan of that because they're like, oh, you're not, you're not replying to us. I'm like, it's just. Okay. <laughs> I want to park here because yeah. this is, yeah, I think this is a really important thing to talk about. It's like prioritizing mm -hmm. your goals 
And I think one of the, the biggest, uh, challenges like in this generation is like mass dis- uh, distraction yeah so like yeah i'm glad that i'm glad to hear that you're really like strict or just you have those boundaries put in place because mm-hmm. if you don't like you will you will not get anything oh, yeah. done you just get lost in the sauce yeah <laughs> and it's really about like managing your focus and managing your energy so yeah like having those times to shut the phone off or even just like say nope i'm not gonna i use focus a lot more now yeah. And then on, your, I, on uh, my iPhone. phone. Yeah. I used to not, I used to be like out of, out of sight, out of mind kind of yeah. thing. But then I've, I've noticed that on, on, well, unfortunately, but also like, thankfully a lot of the work that I can do or reply to certain things mm-hmm. are on my phone. But now I just, cause for me it was the trigger, um, was the notification, even though it was right. on silent, yeah, yeah. even though it was on silent and vibration is off. Yeah. It was just the, the flickering right. effect. Right. And I'm like, I need, you I, I need to reply to this oh. right now or I feel bad. <laughs> And that's a terrible mindset to have. So I was just like, okay, how do I actually get into what I would call like my deep work state? Yeah. I read a book called Cal Newport. I'm sure you've read it. One of my favorite books. Great book. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. If you're easily distracted like myself or even in general with, you might not even want to be distracted, but just so much hyper connectivity now. Um, Yeah. I use, I use focus now. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, no, no. It's perfect. Especially for creatives. Yes. You need to like time block deep work. Mm -hmm. Cause you, you need at least like an hour just to get into it. Yeah. If you're getting distracted all the time, you're like getting pulled back to the shallow depths. And like when you're doing deep, yeah, like, well, yeah, deep work, <laughs> it's like creatives. You really need to like, especially for a product design, mm-hmm. you need to really, um, like take all the inputs, which is like user needs, their problems, uh, the, um, restrictions technically like for developers, all that stuff. And then just like, let your brain just simmer. Um, yeah. Like saturated. And, and then from there, like the solutions arise, but right. if you get like pinged and Slack message here and there all the time, like it's really hard to find a good solution. So yeah. I would say if you're not doing creative work, then like, that's fine. Like just like data entry or whatever. And yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I put deep work on my on my Slack channel now, like for work. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. I really need to like, don't distract me. Cause you know, you get the emails and stuff like the emails will continuously come in or yeah. the Slack messages will come in. But if, if they don't hear a response, like just know it's because I'm, I'm in the zone kind yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah, I would recommend that honestly for, for even students. I mean, I remember when I was studying, you know, just that notification would be a distraction. Um, and you're just connected to so many different platforms, mm-hmm. so many different apps, mm-hmm. WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, it's TikTok, insane. Snapchat, Twitter, and that's not even probably half of it. So do you think this is a, a major cause towards mental health issues? The distraction aspect? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so for sure. I think, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the, the documentary, <sighs> What's it called? Oh, the social, the social uh, dilemma, the social yeah, dilemma. Right. Right. Um, I mean, the statistics are there, right? Like, yeah. especially when it comes to, I would say the, I, I think if we see a lot of right now, it's just coming to terms and becoming more mainstream, the comparison aspect of, you know, let's say you see someone who is really fit, right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why don't I look like that? And then, then you do go to the extremes to try to look like that person, right. It's mm-hmm. potentially unrealistic or, or that person took years to get to the physique or the body, whatever, mm-hmm. right. It might be. But I think the other side of that also is the distraction aspect yeah. where yeah. it's maybe not as, 
um, talked about of, you know, not having attention spans anymore, or at least good attention spans. Um, And that's something that is is very dangerous, or not dangerous, but it it can be a bit worrisome, I should say. Yeah, I'll rephrase it like that because of certain things that might need your attention for long periods of time, Mm -hmm. such as certain uh, jobs, certain things and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I think, you know, the grand scheme of things like social media and just the, again, the hyper connectivity of everything yeah, is yeah. very, cause it's constant. It's constant. It doesn't it? Unless you turn your phone off. It's like crypto. Yeah. It's 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> Luna. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think now more than ever, you as the individual have to take the initiative yes. to get out of that. Yes. I think before it was like, I but would we're say, not trained, but we're not trained. And there's no etiquette. And our brain it. is, I read this somewhere where you're just, constantly stimulated your brain is constantly in a state of stimulation okay and that's not how we should be yeah so 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 that's the thing i think i think i mean okay i'm an older guy now i remember like (laughs) that we're not uh, medical experts or anything but that's just what we're we're seeing (laughs) we're seeing online like i i clearly remember uh social media really picked up it was like 20 10 2011 mm-hmm. that was when i remember that was when like facebook switched from a desktop and then they opened up the mobile app iphone was just announced at that time too right it was no it already out? 2008 or something oh, okay it was already out. seven yeah um but yeah a few years in but like prior to that there were actually like even for work like when you finished work you had your downtime yep your brain could just rest and process yeah but now it's like constantly get, getting pinged getting yeah. poked at um, poked facebook pokes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm like i always wonder that like i'm so i've almost like it's now a skill yeah, it is now yeah, but it like if you're a people pleaser or like it's actually a really hard thing yeah. because like, oh, you have to like respond to the message. Yeah, that's you have me. to do this. I almost had to. Yeah, and that was me, too. And I eventually kind of have to shift myself for my own sake, mm-hmm. um, my own like mental health just to say, like, nope, I don't care. Like, yeah, it's like I need my time. So I'm just blocking you out and like. So I don't know. Anyways, this is some interesting thing to point out because yeah. um, it's definitely an issue for sure. It is. Yeah. And I haven't heard a lot of people talk about that. Yeah. I think it's a little, it's kind of swept under the rug a little bit. And I think it's just trying to come into light a little bit more and more on like the stimulation side of your brain is, yeah, there's, it's never off, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're, especially for remote workers, potentially. Yeah. You're and working. Asynchronous work. Yeah. Now. Asynchronous work. Yeah. You're just, you're working. Okay. Now you're, you're now doing your own thing online, but yeah. your phone is still on. You're getting pained of maybe your side hustle as well, right? A lot of people now, like they want to start working something on the side just mm-hmm. as a way to, it's funny, they maybe do that as a way to de-stress, but then ironically, maybe as well, it's still st- providing to the stress that yeah. you might like subconsciously not be thinking about. Yeah, I know for me, that's sort of that as well. Like, okay, maybe I'm not doing my day job, but now I'm also still working and feel the need to like be on top of it, right? Mm-hmm. Or the f- feel the need of connectivity. And yeah, it's a skill that I, I can honestly say I'm, I'm still at the very early stages of developing. Um, you know, when I first read the book, Deep Work, it was back in 2019. So pre-COVID. So I felt like I went to the office. I was working internship mm-hmm. at the time, office, and then I would go home and then do my thing. But I didn't feel as like connected as much. And I feel like now more than ever, you know, it's funny. Uh, people don't ask for people's phone numbers anymore. You ask yeah, for Instagram um, if it's maybe a more casual setting. Yeah. Or LinkedIn, if it's more in a professional setting. So if someone does ask for your number, do you think like, oh, that's a little too personal, right? It's it like, almost like feels giving a little, my sin yeah, number. Yeah, or something. almost. It's, I feel like it's almost to that point, right? Where, well, I, yeah. well, you know, 
big picture, the social media definitely is more personal because there's more content and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, who texts, <laughs> right? Like who's sending text messages anymore? Oh, no one calls each other. No on, one like, calls talks, each other. Yeah. Like I remember we actually just went through this. I had a social for, for Amplier on Wednesday and we were just making sure if one person was going to show up because um, we were just waiting for a table and we're like texting her mm-hmm. and we're like, one of the other people was like, why don't you just call her? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can just call her. <laughs> it's like, it's weird. I, what I about feel, audio I, notes? I feel a little awkward about it. Because we, we send... I love audio notes. Yeah, I, think I, I, I like that. I, I send you audio notes because yeah. I know that you're okay with it. Some yeah. people absolutely hate it. They're oh, like... Yeah. Why are you sending me a minute or 30 <laughs> seconds audio notes? Do you think I'm going to listen to this? Like, yeah, it is maybe, true. maybe so. But yeah. um, I think in our case, it was a little bit more in depth of like, I forgot what our top, what we were talking about, but it required a little <laughs> bit more than just like, yes, no, maybe so. Right. Yeah. yeah deep work. Um, so I just an audio message is a lot easier for me. Like, okay, good to go. Yeah. And then, you know, you can reply yes, no, maybe so to that. Yeah. Um, I think audio messages are really cool. I think honestly, if everything could be an audio message, it would be nice. Yeah. It gets the point across. Totally. And the tones are baked in. I mean, we chat is just pure audio message, right? Yeah. Why can't we, why can't, I don't know. Yeah. That needs to come into the, into the other stuff as well. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because like people, it's, it's neat even as a product designer or whatever. It's like, oh, like there are different people who prefer to communicate differently. Yeah, of course. Um, for sure. And a text, it is good because you can scan it and it's more time efficient, but Mm -hmm. then you lose the, the tone. Right. And the context. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm Uh, with you. uh, Uncapitalized LOL. Oh my gosh, they're mad at me or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) That bought me more with your significant other or your partner but yeah always double check are you okay yeah um anyways i i do want to put in before we wrap up or whatever um i want to commend you for like all the stuff you're doing and even when you reached out to me like um what what episode is this like 40 something 69 16 oh okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah that's huge that's a big accomplishment yeah thank you congrats and i think um i mean just coming back and connecting all those those points we talked about like taking the initiative Mm -hmm. not having the initial experience but just like saying just winging it it's like i'm just gonna go for it like i had no idea what i was doing when i first started but you know like i think uh and maybe i'll ask ask a question for you like how how do you come up because when you talk to me and you approach me um you had this level of confidence you had this level of competence and so um yeah like how did you kind of establish that like um have you always been this way Mm -hmm. did you just kind of throw yourself out and and yeah like yeah tell me about that when you say approach do you mean like the first time or the or for the podcast uh both like like just even in general when you when you first decided to start a podcast mm-hmm. when you st- first started to reach out like businesses that you never knew. Right. And then myself or like, yeah, other opportunities, other, other yeah. opportunities as well. Um, yeah, good question. I think it was a matter of, I mean, I'm a, I'm a people person like mm-hmm. till, till the day I die. That's definitely going to be something that uh, I'll always carry extroverted love con- chatting with people. I love, making people happy to some extent as well. I was a class clown right. back in uh, <laughs> elementary school. I remember parent teacher conference, Aaron is a good student, but he makes, uh, he distracting the other students by talking to them. Um, Interviewing them already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I was prepping. I was, I was years <laughs> yeah. ahead of the curve. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, the vision. Yeah, yeah. I had the vision already, but yeah, no, in, in all seriousness, like 
I think for me, it was a matter, and I, I tell this to all the students as well that I've spoken to recently by the conferences that I've gone to or, or just have been networking is you need to understand what makes you tick. Okay. And who you are as an individual. And this is not an easy thing to do. You might think, oh, well, yeah, okay, I like this, I like that. But no, like, I remember when I came back from working at Best Buy, a shift, it's like 1130 at night. I was just like, I felt not happy mm-hmm. in the sense of not so much like where I was in life, but more of like, I wanted to create something. Okay. And I felt the need to, I, I say need in the sense of internally of wanting to almost as you said, I think you had mentioned this before, or or Tim had mentioned it in yesterday or last week's episode of leaving some sort of like legacy behind. And you might think, wow, Aaron, like relax, right? Get off your high horse. (laughs) But no, I think that legacy doesn't have to go to the masses. That Mm -hmm. could just be even within Vancouver, uh, Vancouver, right? Or even within my close group of friends or my family or whatever the case might be. So it was a matter really, again, uh, of self-reflecting. And at that time, I just finished reading Gary V's Crushing It. Uh, and the kind of the biggest quote, or I guess I'm paraphrasing here, but the mm-hmm. biggest point that I got from that book was if you were really interested about something, try creating it into something that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and just see where it goes from there. Obviously I'm completely butchering the quote, but it's more or less, you know, that's like the make concept. it happen, make it happen for lack yeah. of a better word. Okay. And, um, for me it was okay. I, t- I literally came down. I remember I still have the piece of paper. Um, and it was, I wrote pros and cons, you know, T, T chart, typical style. And I said, what are my pros and cons of who I am as a mm-hmm. person? I love to talk to people. Da, 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 da. I don't mm-hmm. like X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. And I took a look at it and I said, okay. And I guess almost in a sense, I was also thinking ahead of like the product side of what are we missing in the space right now? Mm-hmm. Like Vancouver, Instagram at that time was just starting to become like super popular um, and it was a really easy way or easier way to grow organically your mm-hmm. online presence. So I said, all right, well, we have Daily Hive. That's mm-hmm. actually where I stem some inspiration from. We have some sort of like news media company that gives us up to dates about businesses or things that are going on in, in, in the in the community. And then Humans of New York was also popping off at that time. Okay. So I was just like, and Humans of New York gives a more really in-depth, personable uh, approach to who this person is and what makes them amazing. And that's what makes up New York City. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, we don't have that here. Mm. Let's bring those two things together. Let's bring the media side, but let's bring it a little bit more personable and let's create something. And by let's, I mean, I'm just thinking, I was thinking out loud to myself. I love to, I don't know about you or anyone else. I love to think out loud. Yeah. External processing. Yeah. External processing um, of like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. So I did that. And, you know, obviously long story short, a couple of logos uh, later, you know, asking my friend uh, who's a designer, Hey, I, I, I need a logo because I have no idea where to start. Googled how to start a website. Wix popped up as an advertisement. They got me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't use Wix anymore. (laughs) Thankfully. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Wix. But um, what what do you use now? I use Webflow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're the one who got me into that. That's the right answer. Webflow is. uh, Yeah, it's the future. It's it's (laughs) so amazing. The learning curve is there. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I have no technical background. I did not learn how to code. Nothing along those lines. Um, But once you really just understand the fundamentals of like CSS. You and could do so, so much. much. Yeah. The animations. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I highly recommend that. And they even have uh, free courses as well at Webflow University mm-hmm. um, where you can just learn the basics and just understand. And I think even once you know that, you can 
transfer that knowledge to so many different things because you yeah. know how it works. You know yeah. how this interacts with this, which will affect this, which affects the CS class. Yeah, that's a whole different it's a gateway. Yeah. It's, anyway, so it's yeah, a drug. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you, you learn how to uh, start a website or create the website. Yeah, so I did that on Wix, and yeah, it was just from there. I just said, okay, what what does this look like realistically? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, at that time, I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I was I actually didn't like writing, but I wanted to improve my writing. Oh, um, growing up, high school, I was you know I would say like a seventy average writer. 75%. I'd be, if I got an 80, I was like, I did a really good job. Yeah. I was never really my strong suit. Um, and along those lines, I was like, I want to develop that because it's a skill that I think everyone should develop, or at least, especially in that space where you're, you know, you're telling a story. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's write blogs. And I just picked up, created a Gmail beneath van at gmail.com, mm-hmm. created an Instagram, grabbed the logo, put it on. I remember I was in bed while I was creating this and I was like, this is where I started. This wow. is the beginning. How did that um, feel? Were you excited? Oh, I was on top of the world. It That's was great. like, I was, the adrenaline was going. All I could think about was that I'd go to school. I would, uh, hopefully none of my professors are listening. I would not pay attention. <laughs> I would just be reaching out to people, fixing the website, figuring out what's my game plan going to be. I remember I had finals. I started this on April 9th of 2019. April oh, 8th, sorry, wow. of 2019 Final or 2018. Season. It was final season, didn't study as hard, just kind of put it all to the side. I was just really trying to see how I could build this into something. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just started reaching out to people, letting them know like who I was. Um, and I think what a lot of people grasp, at least from what they've told me, is, you know what, you might not have had any sort of anything to show, a portfolio, if you will. But just the energy and the passion that you have from this meeting that we we we've had right now, I can tell you are in this one hundred and ten percent. So I think that's where people really allowed me to give me that shot, mm. and people will will feel that energy and they'll see that energy off you. And um, yeah, I just kind of rode that wave and just kept going in that aspect. Did you ever have hesitations? Like like because I, I I know when we first met you, the Juice Labs team. Um, we were like all so shocked that you're so young and yeah. <laughs> you, you carry yourself off really well. Thank you're you. You're very uh, articulated. Um, yeah. Like for me, if I was in your shoes, like I was like early twenties, I definitely would not be talking to someone like 10 yeah. years older. And so like, yeah, I, uh, like, were you always like, I thought you were comfort- you know, 22 at the time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good, I'm going to take that as a good yeah, thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Maybe my wording was a little yeah. poor there, but it was a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously hesitation and you, we talked about it earlier in this episode, having that, um, imposter syndrome and not being aware of, of, or, or being aware of that as well. I think f- for me, it was a matter of almost putting all my eggs in one basket because, mm. you know, when we first met, it was my going, when did we first meet? Was it, it was 20, yeah, 2019. 2019. So I was already going yeah. into my first fourth year I was in my fourth year at UBC technically my second year in kinesiology but with credits and everything it was I just had one year left essentially and I knew that I really wanted to see where this would take me Mm -hmm. Uh, my kinesiology degree I knew that I didn't want to use right away in the sense of you know going to work at a clinic or or anything along those lines I was always that oddball like hey does anyone want to talk about marketing or like what's going on in the digital space no we're just talking about how to tape up their ankles okay well mm-hmm. so it was a little it was difficult for me to make friends if i'm being honest uh within my faculty and within my school outside of like social clubs and everything else that i was mm-hmm. a part of as well and find like-minded people that were interested in this <clears throat> in this space so 
it was, okay, if I'm going to make it in the sense of making these connections, the only way is to network. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. So the hesitation was there, but I was just, you know, you're the, a natural, I think. I, I, yeah, I don't want to toot my own horn, but you I'll, know, I'll say it for yeah, you. Thank so, you, thank yeah. you. Josh, <laughs> keep, said keep it, your yeah. humility. Yeah. <laughs> but um, meeting people is just—I thrive in that environment. Okay, I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and you know, especially when I'm meeting someone for the first time and wanting to, you know, make a good first impression, mm-hmm. it's a, a matter of just obviously putting your best foot forward, but collecting yourself and mm-hmm. knowing, you know, what value can you provide to them and what value. Hopefully you, they provide to you as well. It's a two way street. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think in general, like I've always just had that composure of me. And obviously I think that's also, I'm very, very, very grateful for that. I've never been really a shy person Mm -hmm. in that regards. Um, and that skill again, pros and cons, right? What skills, what, what am I good at? What am I not good at? really just double down on what you're good at. Yeah. And that was a, a skill that allowed me to catapult an idea into the podcast, into photo and video work, into now the creative agency that that I'm a partner in, mm-hmm. and to now being sitting here right now, three years later, right? Who mm-hmm. would have thought when we were having sushi, yeah. right? That you know we'd be having a conversation three years later. So Yeah. It's it's, it's always it's fun. interesting. It's, Every time we reconnect it's like yeah, we it's always pick, a good time. Up, pick up where we left off. Yeah. So but yeah I think yeah. To summarize that really long-winded answer is goes back to the original point of who are you? Well, you know, what makes, you know, Josh passionate? What makes Aaron passionate? What makes you mm-hmm. you passionate? What do you like? And um, I'm not saying that you never have to work on your weaknesses. Obviously, I'm still mm-hmm. working on that right now. But if you're looking to kickstart something, you just got to go for it. Is there a good book here? Yes. A little book recommendation. Do-do-do-do. Have you heard of Strengths Finder? No, I haven't. Oh, this is another book. I'm, I think. Strengths based leadership. Yeah, Strengths Finder is great. It's, it's one of those like, um, what is it like Myers Briggs personality mm. testing, but it's really great because I'll give a nice little plug to it. Yeah, um, the original how it came about was I think in the seventies or sixties there was like a bunch of. Uh, psychologists they Mm -hmm. were doing research on depression right and so they want to find out what was causing people to be depressed and then out of that they realized that they people uh weren't really using their strengths and so yeah like say getting stuck in a dead-end jobs and like Mm -hmm. their strengths weren't utilized um and so yeah out of that they realized they they just kind of came up with like 34 themes which is different strengths so for example, mine is like futurist. Mm. Um, I love just dreaming about what can be. Right. Um, uh, positivity. So I always make sure, even in the worst situation, I try to like get the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maximizer was at one point one. Um, so I just try to like get the most bang for a buck out of the opportunity. Um, um, oh my goodness. Learner. Mm-hmm. Learner is a big one. Like the whole act of like learning, picking up new things, um, things like that. So it's great because like you said, like when you take stock of your strengths, mm-hmm. like you can better position yourself to niche down on a certain thing, especially with the way things are now, and especially in tech, like, um, I'm learning more and more that it is more beneficial to be more of a specialist than a right. generalist. Generalist, yeah. Um, I think you need both, but like you need to be a generalist to know what's going on in the landscape, but like just double down on your strengths and then bring, team members who you know like 
that cover your weaknesses. Yeah. Like if it's their strength, then you supplement that. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you have like a winning team. Yeah. But that, yeah, it's a really good strength space leadership. Tom Rath and very conchy. Sure. Yeah. Well, this book is the the supplement to it, but it's all strength finder. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, what is it? Gallup, I think is run by Gallup or Mm. Clifton Gallup. Anyways. Yeah. I still side note, but yeah, there's a lot of good books out there. I use audible myself. Yeah. Um, just cause I feel like, Again, this one comes with the like survey. Oh, yeah. So then, and then you assess. So it's not so. Oh, much, I see. I see. Yeah, I see, I see. So yeah. you do the survey, and then that helps you tell you yeah. the, and then you can read more about. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Hey, well, if they want to yeah. sponsor this episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to them. Yeah. Feel like we talked about your book. Um, no, that's good. And yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, you know we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, which looking back um, would have made for some pretty good content, mm-hmm. but it is the 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 game of life so to speak mm-hmm. is just so ups and downs left and right front and back all sorts of directions all the axes it's um very interesting and and you never know when things can change you never know what might interest you one one month or one year and then pivot right. into a different space or yeah. whatever the case might be obviously even like looking at my path now 2018 beneath Vancouver that was pretty much until 2020 when COVID hit we had to pivot then amplier pretty much from to- late 2020 to now uh, alongside of that a lot of things has happened a lot of things have happened sorry and um, you know I think as well it probably share some future uh, similarities as well because I'm always thinking about like what's next right mm-hmm. I'm turning 26 this year you know I'm not old but um, feel it my back feels it but uh, <laughs> Uh, I've got to use my kinesiology degree to something I think on that one, but those uh, vitamins, yeah, yeah. the, um, the, the landscape is just ever changing as well. Yeah. Well, for sure. Everything was turned upside down. Yep. And I think having that ability to adapt quickly and yeah, seeing like having foresight to see two, three, five years ahead. Mm-hmm. That's really, really beneficial, at yeah. least for me. Cause I, maybe it's cause I, I just actually don't like change as much as I <laughs> am willing to change. I think, I think for me, it's, I'd rather change my own terms than, than like, than like, yeah, have something force on me. Gotcha. And, yeah. So if I can anticipate certain moves and Helps changes, you prepare for it, right. Mentally. Yeah. And stuff. I think, yeah. I think that's, uh, my mindset towards that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to be surprised. Mm. So for me, I'm always like scenario mapping. I'm like, okay, in this situation, it can, what's the worst case scenario? What's, what's the, the best, best case scenario? And then if I can live somewhere in between and like, okay, is that for every right. situation? Like when you're picking like your, your favorite sandwich or your, <laughs> no, <laughs> not that bad. Scenario not not that, one of those guys. does not taste good at all. Yeah. Best case scenario is the best sandwich I'll ever make. But I, I think in every, that's kind of my thought process um decision making process right again i like, think as a product I, designer it makes sense right well yeah i mean and this was baked into us as an engineer because or yeah as um, an engineer as well like yeah i actually learned structural engineering and so like it literally was yeah. life or death does a bridge stay up or does the bridge break yeah okay. well i mean you got different uh, solutions right yeah. and so you yeah you have your multiple levels of like things that you can do so but yeah excellent well mm. Um, we are, as you said, uh, nearing the end of our episode, mm-hmm. but uh, it would not be a BV episode without having the question of the final question of oh, okay. uh, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Oh man. 
I hate these questions. <laughs> so, Did so, I not prep you like, for this? So deep and cheesy. No, you, you know what? I should have remembered. I forgot. Uh, my younger self. Yeah, like, it can be yesterday even. Okay. It doesn't have to be like, uh, there's no select time frame of this. I know a recent... Uh, yeah, a thing that I learned is is reach out like like I said like that that story in Twitter or just reaching out mm-hmm. um, or even learning. Um, I think, yeah, I, it's a balance because sometimes I want to learn to do things on my own just so like I don't want to bother people. Mm-hmm. But um, but man, like you just like you just advance so much further when you just ask for help and you never know who you're going to like run into. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I would just say start early, ask for help early or reach out early. Yeah. Um, I think that would have saved me a lot more time just like banging my head against some certain <laughs> stuff. Why isn't this working? Yeah. But at the same time, I think you do need that a little bit to go yeah. through that to appreciate. That was me for like Webflow. Like yeah. I could have probably just messaged you. Hey Josh, how do I do this? But yeah. it's just like, I, I don't want to, there's a little pride in there as well, but yeah. a little ego, but, um, it was, a uh, how do I wh- first understanding the problem, mm-hmm. not just how do I fix it? Mm-hmm. Why is it not working to begin with? Mm-hmm. And then from there, okay, it's not working because of whatever reason, how can I fix this? Okay. Let's try this. Let's try that. You know, but trial and error mm-hmm. fixed. Okay. Now can I replicate that with, with other things as well? So, and similar experience with the podcast, similar experience with when I first starting photos and videos, mm-hmm. You know, how do I edit this? How do I edit that? What's Premiere Pro? What's Lightroom? I have no idea what the heck those things work. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't. Yeah. And I think uh, I'll add on to this. It's kind of like this mindset of do you build things in a siloed um, uh, siloed environment or mm-hmm. do you keep it like open up to open source? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, even like Elon Musk, he's been that's kind of his approach on things too, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know, it's pretty controversial now, but he <laughs> wants to like open up Twitter and open source like yeah, the code just because but it makes sense because if you actually have a pool of people and each person has their own like piece of the puzzle or of a solution, um, you would do it a disservice if you just like keep it like, no, I'm just gonna not take your input. I'm just gonna do things myself. Mm-hmm. Um at the end of the day, I think it's like I'm all for collaboration having people share the ideas and then the best idea will always arise to the top Mm -hmm. if you allow it to like be open in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. That's uh, That's a, that's a nice little, little segue. Well, thank you, Josh. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for, for bringing me to your very nice little studio here. Oh yeah. This is the first time. So thanks. First time I've seen it. It's a very nice space. Uh, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you if they want to learn more about product design or anything along those lines? This is your shout out. Yeah, well, I've Twitter. been, in, I've been in, yeah, <laughs> Get Twitter. Get some more followers. <laughs> at the Josh Low, uh, last name is L O H. Um, same thing. Instagram. Um, I'm actually about to relaunch uh, some of my own initiatives. Should I just announce it? Yeah, like, let's I, do it. A BV exclusive. I think, like, it's not built, but hey, I mean, this will force me to to do it. Um, it's called the third, uh, the digital third. Okay. So the digital third.com. Um, and I'll, yeah, I'll try to put it up on LinkedIn and everything yeah. and find that. Uh, and essentially that's going to be like a training ground for like designers. So, uh, the whole premise behind that is there's so many like online information and just yeah. talks, but not a lot of practical, like 
workshops applications, or applications. Yeah. So things like Figma or Webflow, I want to do some live streams or mm-hmm. like have online uh, spaces. So it's called the digital third, third as in it's a third space. Um, so I got that concept from, uh, uh, Starbucks, where your first place is your home, your second place is work, and the third place is kind of the meeting grounds. The meeting grounds. So okay. usually it's a coffee shop or whatever, but I want this to be a digital third space. Um, and also, I know this is a long plug, but no, no, no. Um, this is your time to shine. <laughs> uh, the third, this this recent thing I kind of learned is that I want to bring in like a third place mentality. So again, like if like a Olympic medalist. Yeah, it's great to be have gold first and then it's actually worse to be second because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're just that yeah. close and so they're actually unhappy. But to be third, you're in a space where um, you're grateful that you, you just made it. Um, it doesn't mean that you're horrible, like you're third out of the, the whole competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also forces you just to like continue, like you're not the best, you didn't make it yet, but you want to have this continual um, um motivation to improve to finally get first so anyways that's kind of that i thought that was a little philosophical but i like it it's a good mindset to improve yeah i'm very interested in you always what you've done is is very good work so i'm very looking forward to to see what that looks like um episode will probably be released by second week of june okay so i'll have something out for that we'll, we'll see what that is uh in terms of what's outlined there but um thank you again for coming on the pod i uh, really do appreciate it as always it's it's always nice chatting with oh, you yeah, and, likewise and, and having a good conversation and thank you to all of our our listeners uh if you're watching this on youtube thank you uh, hit that like and subscribe button um we'll be doing a lot more content now on the channel as uh i continue to revamp the podcast and do uh, more in-person content as well nice um and yeah i'm just really looking forward to what i think well it's nice and sunny. What almost feels like summer now after the yeah, the months the of rain and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's nice to uh, start revamping this at uh, at a very nice time of the year as well. So thank you again for tuning in. This again, Aaron from Beneath Vancouver Radio, and this was Josh. And catch you on the next one. Bye bye.